Why did Jesus speak in parables? Why didn't he just tell us what to do and what not to do? That would be so much easier, so much simpler. I think there there are at least two reasons. One is because it allowed him, teaching in parables, allowed him to be a little sneaky, a little subversive, a little cognizant of the fact that he was in dangerous territory and he, was, he had enemies against him. And he couldn't just expose his entire plan, plan right from the beginning, his entire plan immediately. He had to plant seeds and allow it to unfold slowly, gradually, organically. And especially for those who had ears. Let those who have ears hear. And those who have eyes see. So for those, for his disciples, those who were following him, they would hear his parables and then have the relationship with him with which to unpack the parables and learn from them and profit from them. Whereas those that were simply his adversaries would just hear these wild stories that seemed insignificant or irrelevant. The other reason is because Parables stretch our imagination. We're not simply robots. We're not just, we receive input and then we put out output. And sometimes there's the inclination or the temptation to reduce the faith, the Christian religion, the Catholic religion to that, to reduce the faith to a set of moral rules. And unfortunately, parents who have made this mistake end up raising their kids with that mentality and that usually pushes their kids away. So Christianity can't be reduced to a moral code. It's much bigger than that. It's the announcing of the kingdom of God. And we need to have our imagination stretched in order for us to even begin to receive that. And so Jesus does that again and again with various images of various types. One of the images, so not only do we hear this parable here, which I don't understand, so I'm just going to push it aside. Another image that we heard is the image in the psalm. O Lord, my heart is not proud, nor are my eyes haughty. I busy not myself with great things, nor with things too sublime for me. Nay, rather, I have stilled and quieted my soul like a weaned child, like a weaned child on its mother's lap. So is my soul within me. Like a weaned child on its mother's lap. Now here's an image that not only we can all relate to, because we all were once babies in our mother's or in someone else's lap, But we've also seen this again and again. Now, what is it about a weaned child? See, if we read this too quickly, we may may miss it. It's not a feeding child on its mother's lap. It's not a child who's feeding and receiving the milk from her mother. So is my soul within me. That's not the comparison. He's not comparing the psalmist. He's not comparing the child who feeds from his mother as the soul that is quieted. 
the child who receives milk from its mother, from her mother, as the soul who is quieted, who, the soul who has found peace. That's not who he's talking about here. He's talking about the weaned child. The weaned child. The child who has not yet been weaned is desperate for milk from his mother. That's what that child goes to his mother for. Mom, give me milk. Of course, not with those words. With a sound that I won't repeat here. (laughs) Mom, give me milk. I need milk to survive. If I don't have milk, I will die. And there is a certain anxiety, a certain desperation that comes with that in the weaned child, or excuse me, in the not yet weaned child. But the weaned child, the child that has developed, that has matured beyond that stage, is now looking for something else. Is now looking for the mother herself. It is on her mother's lap that she finds rest. It is in the relationship with the mother that she finds rest. That's the parallel. To not simply go to God to receive milk, to beg for milk, as if that were to keep, as if that were to keep us alive. But to go to God for God himself. To seek a relationship with God with him. And the more we do that, the more we live out this reality for ourselves. Like a weaned child on its mother's lap, so is my soul within me. And these words that we repeated become our own reality. In you, O Lord, in you, not in your milk, in you, O Lord, I have found my peace.